0: Welcome to No Time Like Now, where an amateur artist
1: and an aspiring filmmaker explain the news to you. I'm the aspiring filmmaker, Sumana.
0: And I'm the artist, Yasmin. Uh, and this episode, we're going to be talking about cannabis. And- the cost
1: of cannabis. Oh yeah, the
0: cost of cannabis.
1: Also, the last few episodes all start with C, so yeah. we don't do that on purpose, but it just happened.
0: It just kind of ha- yeah. We're poets and we didn't even know it. Also, I apologize if there's like stupid, stupid jokes in this one.
1: It's about cannabis. What do you think? (laughs) That's bound to happen.
0: Yes. Place it.
1: Bros. Bros. (laughs) Anyway, so what are the segments we're going to be doing today, Yasmeen?
0: So the segments we're going to be doing today are, we're going to be doing, uh, like medicinal cannabis. We're going to be doing in segment two just like the legality of cannabis in the u.s nationally and then we're going to talk about like states and then segment three is going to be like the economics of cannabis because it's very very interesting so yeah money money
1: the black market all of that good stuff yes coming up shortly We cue the music then coming up shortly du, 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 du. okay yeah okay <laughs> anyway <laughs> you get it, you get it.
0: it's uh we're on thanksgiving break leave us alone
1: Yeah, we're not we're not smoking the good the good good yeah jasmine's mom if you're listening to this we're not i promise <laughs> anyway that, that
0: weird look she gave us when we told her this is our episode <laughs> it's just she, like she goes mm. okay <laughs>
1: Anyway, so before we get into the segments, let's let's explain why we are using the term cannabis and not marijuana. So I have an article I found that was very interesting because I heard from before that marijuana was a racist kind of had a racist connotation to it because of how Mexicans came through the border and they brought the plant with them. The 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 plant used to make weed and whatnot. And so like there's this guy, his name is Harry Anslinger. He was a bureaucrat who led the prohibition effort back in uh, the early 1900s. This was a quote he said. So this is a quote he said. Not you. They're, not me. Just this guy. There are 100,000 total marijuana smokers in the U.S., and most are Negroes, Hispanics, Filipinos, and entertainers. Their satanic music, jazz, and swing result from marijuana use. This marijuana use causes white women to seek sexual sexual relations with Negroes, entertainers, and any others.
0: Yeah, so I guess marijuana, like, the connotation is that, it, like, puts down people of color and then maybe, Mm -hmm. like, low-income people. And while other people may not feel like that it's that deep or like feel the same way about it, we're just going to play it safe and also try to be respectful about it and just mm-hmm. call it cannabis just because, yeah. you know,
1: why not? Yeah, plus cannabis sounds more fun. I don't know. <laughs> it, I,
0: it sounds like a lot more science like cannabis. We're going to be talking about cannabis. According to my research, cannabis. <laughs> okay, calm down, Dorothy <laughs> Yes. Okay.
1: Anyway, so segment one, medicinal cannabis and pros and cons for health.
0: So that's your segment, Sumana. So that's take me. it away. Okay, that's me.
1: So, some of the pros of medicinal cannabis is pain management, uh, as cannabis can be given as a treatment for on a patient by patient basis and the patient must be evaluated and they have to have certain requirements. And like some of the risks that come along with it are like psychotic disorders, heart conditions, and active substance use. So if you, so if you have like a disorder or a heart condition or you, you you know, do other drugs or whatnot, the cannabis might not work for you.
0: So how's it like, do you know how it's determined how like doctors are like, Hey, you can use cannabis.
1: Well, there's still more research being done on the medicinal use of cannabis, so it's not exactly clear yet. But there, there was a, there was, a, there are a couple studies that give us some pretty good results of it. Like uh, there was one in Syracuse back in 2018. Yeah. Okay. So there were 450 participants who used a wide variety of cannabis products. Like like they were like plant based. There are synthetic drugs that were similar to cannabis and whatnot. And what they found was that ad blocker is blocking my notes. That's <laughs> Thanks a nice. lot, ad blocker. So the study says that because most previous cannabis studies only examined patients with chronic pain, which is often associated with you know like depression, anxiety, and other symptoms, the researchers uh, from from the study only selected studies that used healthy individuals and in laboratory tests that induced quote experimental pain. And so they reported that cannabinoids, so like cannabis products, they did not reduce pain intensity, but they made experimental pain, quote, feel less unpleasant and more tolerable.
0: So it's just like acting as some sort of barricade almost to the pain rather than actually lessening it.
1: Yeah. So they make it more tolerable. They don't lessen it. That's pretty much it.
0: Do opioids lessen the pain or do they... Um, opioids are dangerous
1: first yeah. of well, all <laughs> well yes but like
0: out of curiosity <laughs>
1: i don't i don't know about that um, yeah
0: it's just like a lot of people draw parallels between opioids and cannabis so just wondering
1: yeah i think opioids are more laboratory based than plant-based because cannabis comes from a plant right and opio- opioids are made in a lab because it's like a drug
0: well they're both drugs
1: but but cannabis comes from a plant.
0: That's true. Oh,
1: it, it's not like manufactured Canna,
0: cannabinoids. Cannabinoids.
1: Uh, there was also a study conducted in Colorado, which by the way was the first state to legalize cannabis, that suggested that short-term pain relief could weaken the body's resilience to pain over time. It's kind of similar to the Syracuse study where they said that cannabis can be used to tolerate pain more. So it's kind of similar to that. And then on a scale of zero to ten, with ten being the worst people who were in the study and they used cannabis rated their daily pain as 4.9 compared to the non-users who said 4.2. It was like, so like this suggests that there was a short-term pain relief, Oof! but there seemed to be some side effects after that.
0: Yeah. That sounds super bad.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So we we still need to figure out how it can be used for pain management, but yeah. It
0: seems like it's just making you dependent rather than actually like, you, like making helping something. with the pain. Mm-hmm. Ooh.
1: So, yeah. Um, all right. So, let's move on from pain management because there's not much there right now. Uh, but another thing that cannabis can help with is cancer, question mark? Some studies on cancer cells suggest that cannabinoids may either slow down the growth of or kill some types of cancer. However, oh. however early studies that tested this hypothesis in humans revealed although cannabinoids are a safe treatment they are not effective at controlling or curing cancer so if you smoke some if you smoke some weed you're not
0: cured, <laughs> you're not, you're of, not cancer, cured of cancer
1: <laughs> but it, it can like help slow it down
0: right i also was reading somewhere that it helps with like the effects of like chemo because chemo causes a lot of like side effects and uh, sometimes CBD oil, I think it's CBD oil can reduce some of those side effects or help. That's another, I guess, aspect that's somewhat related to cancer. So yeah.
1: Yeah. Cause chemotherapy is like one of the most common treatments for cancer. Right. So maybe if they use cannabinoids with chemo maybe something might happen there i'm not a i'm not a doctor or a scientist (laughs) but i don't know there's there's no harm in experimenting you're a scientist that's what that's what you're supposed to do
0: (laughs) yes just make sure to follow those like aren't there like experiment guidelines we learned about in psychology
1: the ethics of experimenting on humans Um, okay
0: what what's next
1: oh okay next thing is depression and anxiety and this is how cannabis could help that. In February of 2015, researchers at the University of Buffalo uh, and their Research Institute on Addictions in New York found that chemical compounds in the brain known as endocannabinoids, Uh, and they're linked to feelings of overall well-being, they activate the same receptors as THC, which is the active compound in cannabis. And they tested it on rats, and the researchers found that production of endocannabinoids was lower in states of chronic stress than normal conditions. And so the conclusion drawn from the study was that the the chemicals in cannabis may be a useful treatment in restoring normal endocannabinoid function and lessening symptoms of depression. So that's why like, you see a lot of people who are depressed and anxious, they self-medicate by smoking cannabis.
0: Like the THC part specifically?
1: Yeah, they activate the same receptors as THC.
0: Okay, because I think it's an either-or where it's like sometimes it creates anxiety and sometimes it like reduces it. It's so yeah. interesting because it's so either-or, very personalized.
1: Yeah, because it depends on the person. Yeah like how much they smoke or how much of a mood they're in <laughs> something like that
0: you're in a bad mood it just
1: doesn't work it just doesn't work <laughs> you're just like
0: you oh, gotta start you're out grumpy good, bro. actually i don't know that but like
1: yeah if your mom's listening you don't want yeah. her to know
0: but i no i really don't know like do you have <laughs> i don't know let's go ask my friend
1: oh yeah you do have a friend my
0: friend uh, we have to bleep this out bleep Yes, that one. Actually, I'm very curious. I think I'm going to actually ask him about it, like how, what what the effect is on him. That's super interesting. Let's do our own research. Yes. Uh, This is my, I'm conducting my own study um, with one person only. (laughs) I'm Um, totally a professional. Yes. Uh, And then I see here you have listed the next thing that you have listed that it can possibly treat is PTSD.
1: Yes. So PTSD, which... For those of you who don't know what it stands for, it stands for post-traumatic stress disorder, and that could be associated with uh, veterans who, that fought in the war, So, which is kind of what this thing I'm going to talk about deals with. So the self-medication theory, and it has been found that f- veterans say that they smoke cannabis specifically to reduce their PTSD symptoms, particularly the hyper arousal or abnormally high symptoms of anxiety. And studies found that PTSD symptoms are associated with cannabis use to cope with emotions like anxiety and sadness and difficulties tolerating unpleasant emotions resulted in the use of cannabis among those experiencing symptoms of PTSD.
0: Hmm. Interesting. I also mm-hmm. saw something where it mentioned self-medicating for PTSD with cannabis. And also, I think it's worth mentioning that I also read where, like, neurotic disorders, so, like, PTSD, depression, anxiety uh, disorders that you still have touch with reality, and it just, like, you experience discomfort neurologically, like, PTSD, depression, anxiety, as I said, those can be, like, possibly helped through cannabis, but psychotic disorders, such as, like, schizophrenia, bipolar, things like that, cannabis can severely worsen those. Really? Isn't that really interesting? It's hmm. like you have the two categories. Psychology. Woo.
1: I'm glad I took AP psychology. <laughs> yeah. Wow.
0: I because, that. I mean, it messes with your brain. Mm-hmm. And like in those, in the psychotic disorders, you literally lose touch with the reality and it affects your entire personality. So putting another...
1: Putting a substance on that to yeah, make it worse. factor that into the
0: equation and uh-oh. <laughs> uh-oh, spaghetti. Yes. Yeah. It's really interesting. Hmm.
1: So in conclusion... Uh, research can still go a long way, but for now, don't self-medicate with cannabis because you don't know what's going to happen to you.
0: Or at least like consult several doctors.
1: Yeah. They might tell you like, Hey, you better not, but at the same time up to your doctor too.
0: Yeah. It's really interesting, but yeah, don't, (laughs) don't be like, wait, this will help like my anxiety. I'm gonna
1: go find a doobie right now. No, no. I'm gonna Just take a get, hit. Don't take our word for it. Remember, yeah. we're not scientists in any way. Yeah. If you heard the intro, we're not. <laughs> so
0: we're um, an artist and a film person. Yes. But yeah, it's I mean, there's possibilities. But one thing also to be noted is that nationally, it's not recognized as something that has medical use. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'll talk about that more in our next segment, which I think we're heading into. Yes, the legality of cannabis the legality in the U.S. Cannabis. What am I doing? I'm not. I'm not I'm doing, doing the cannabis.
1: I know that. Yeah, you're not. You're doing a podcast. Four twenty please. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Dope. We <laughs> <laughs> just on like, ASMR of like, <laughs> of, like cannabis words. <laughs>
1: That was not ASMR.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, we need to like move on. And that was our transition?
1: Yes, our transition. Okay,
0: so segment two, and this is my segment, and I'm super excited to talk about this. So one thing I want to talk about really quick before we get into like figuring out what's legal and illegal and like states and for and against and blah, 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 blah. I like the little like dancing transitions you're doing (laughs) for my words.
1: Yeah, you can't see me, but... (laughs) Thank you. Yep.
0: And one thing I want to address is CBD versus THC. And uh, What
1: is CBD and THC?
0: And I will get to that in a second. Okay. Uh, while there are over 100 cannabinoids, which are compounds found in cannabis that usually interact with certain receptors that communicate in your uh, neurological system, there's over 100 cannabinoids found in cannabis. And uh, your body produces cannabinoids naturally. These are just ones found in plants that also react with you, I guess. That's the that's, I feel like that's the easiest way I can put it. It's yes. kind of like confusing. Okay, well mm-hmm. anyway, THC and CBD are two of the major cannabinoids that we talk about and that have like major effects. So THC is the psychoactive cannabinoid found in cannabis, and that's what creates like the high and the like euphoria and just like the. I feel like I'm on a cloud. Um, or whatever. Yeah. I don't know if that. Yeah, but yeah, that's what creates all that. I guess you could say almost the stuff that gets you like
1: high, high and
0: addicted to, mm-hmm. to cannabis.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And it, like that's the thing people like really want. And CBD is another really popular substance while it does not create a high and actually can inhibit the high effect that THC produces. But CBD is well known for being for having like positive effects that may help you treat a certain problems like anxiety and depression as you mentioned early. Mm-hmm. Or Earlier, yes, yes. Not early. <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> okay, anyway.
0: So, also, uh, in 2018, the FDA approved a drug called Epidol... Epi... something. Epidiolics? Epidolix. I don't know.
1: Epidolix. Uh, yeah.
0: And that treats two rare forms of epilepsy, and that drug is a... like, has CBD in it and is a CBD drug. Huh. And it's uh, the only drug, at least at the time it was the only drug that contained CBD in it that was like legal and it was the only drug that treated one of those types of epilepsy. So yeah.
1: So are both THC and CBD illegal?
0: I'm glad you asked that because in some places everything is illegal Contain like everything is illegal concerning cannabis. In some states it's medically legal to use like in Texas it's medically legal to use but only with a certain THC content because Mm -hmm. of the whole like high addictive dangerous part. Mm -hmm. and then some it's free range Mm -hmm. as far as cbd goes it's a lot more accessible and accepted and i have a fun story to tell you as i came back from washington dc literally yesterday uh we were were driving back and i saw like this giant sign at like one of those like vape shops and it said cbd oil sold here and like we passed by that shop a lot just because like it's like right next to our house Mm -hmm. and i was like whoa, that looks like super illegal. <laughs> like, why looks do you just super have this, shady? a giant, like a new giant sign that says CBD oil, like sold here. And then I realized, well, THC is the one that like people are freaking out about. And also mm-hmm. it's medically legal here. So I'm guessing CBD is okay here. Yeah. So yeah, I thought that was super interesting. And then my mom was like, yeah, your grandpa told me about one that opened right next to his house. <laughs> and I was like,
1: why does grandpa know about that?
0: <laughs> but, Okay, Grandpa. That's um, fun. So they're popping up virtually everywhere now in mm-hmm. Texas. So that's super interesting, or at least in this area.
1: So we're on the road to making it legal?
0: Possibly. I mean, mm. it's legal medically with certain amounts of THC.
1: Yeah, but people can abuse that though.
0: Yeah, that's true. So they gotta be careful. Uh, also, CBD and THC are not mutually exclusive. CBD oil isn't that easy to absorb, so all the... Effects of it aren't usually felt as well if it's by itself. Mm-hmm. But if it's combined with THC, they kind of, I guess, improve the benefits of each other. Okay, now let's move on to actual cannabis, which contains both. And uh-huh. cannabis itself is illegal federally under the Controlled Substances Act of 1970, which mm-hmm. was passed to regulate the distribution, use, possession, and making of certain substances. And so it's classified as a Schedule One substance, uh, and a Schedule I substance is a drug that has a high potential for abuse and has no accepted medical use for treatment in the U.S. Also, there's like a lack of, I put lack of safety under medical su- supervision. I don't know what that means.
1: Maybe the, <laughs> maybe the drug has a lack of safety safety under medical supervision. That's what a Schedule One substance is.
0: Yeah, I think. Maybe, <laughs> I maybe, I don't know. But another example of a Schedule One substance is heroin for a reason because <laughs> heroin interesting because <laughs> uh, heroin and so there's uh di- there's five different schedules and schedule one is the highest and most oh dangerous schedule one is the and highest like, and then schedule five is like legal some places so really like, regulated so like alcohol it. or something i don't know where alcohol stands uh, i don't even know if it's no it's got to be on i it's got to be in the controlled substances act like i wouldn't be surprised but i yeah. mean
1: it is like a substance that can psychologically change your self
0: yeah it should be it probably is do you want to do you want to fact check that
1: yeah you can keep going i'll see
0: okay um and then there's state levels so while it's federally legal for everybody there's also state levels of legality and that's where you have like the whole like california letting you do all the dope And so 33 states allow cannabis for medical use, 14 allow it with limited THC content, and 11 allow it for recreational use. And Illinois became the 11th state to legalize recreational cannabis in Mm -hmm. June. And the law goes into effect January 1st with the hope that the cannabis industry will bring jobs and tax revenue to the state, which we've seen has been happening with other states that have recreational marijuana. Mm-hmm. um so what are the views against cannabis <laughs> there's concerns about increased homelessness and underage use also the concern that everyone's going to become a pothead i mean well well i mean that's kind of already how it is <laughs> that's right? not really like, not like
1: concern anymore
0: it's kind of a reality you're like the only thing this will do is probably just make it easier and also safer to to acquire because mm-hmm. it's regulated and then it's also
1: yeah and then like increase homelessness because everyone's spending money on weed because right. on the black market, it's super expensive.
0: Right. Well, actually, we'll get into that in the economics.
1: Oh, um, never mind.
0: Because of regulations and stuff, it's actually more expensive to get it legally.
1: Oh, yeah. Um. But yeah. I did re- I did some research, too. I don't know why I forgot about that. <laughs> and anyway.
0: increased homelessness underage use. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I kind of find that funny because it's, it's, it's already happening. I don't know. We, yeah. have a, we have a big problem here. Yeah, you didn't hear from And then also, regular use is associated with dependence and cognitive impairment. So, you also have that, it ties into that underage use where it's like you're damaging your brain and then your IQ is going to be lower, and we're going to have a bunch of potheads and dumb people. (laughs)
1: Like, we already don't have enough of that. Mm -hmm. Just get more in there, yeah.
0: And then also, it can worsen or increase your likelihood for having disorders that are psychotic which i uh, briefly discussed so like schizophrenia psychosis bipolar oh, yeah. and like we don't you don't want to have those like it kind of sucks to have those because it's like i don't know to
1: have schizophrenia or psychosis
0: yeah because it's like you sorry it such a hard we,
1: life to live it's
0: a hard life to live you're right and then it's it's just difficult to find treatment and then be consistent with it and then also you know, you have such a, almost like a burden because like people don't accept you and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's just, it just sucks. <laughs> so just be careful, I guess. So like, yeah, schizophrenia does suck a little bit. Okay. Just, just a little bit. And so there have also been calls for legalization of marijuana.
1: I so. Our boy, <laughs>
0: our boy Beto.
1: Who dropped out.
0: Yeah. Even though he dropped out, he had probably a pretty good plan. And so his plan was to legalize and regulate cannabis federally. I hope I, I haven't just been saying marijuana this whole time.
1: No, you've been saying cannabis, I think. Okay,
0: good. Sorry, guys, I forgot.
1: <laughs> it's all <laughs> right. We're, we're only human. It's okay.
0: And then he wants to impose a cannabis tax that would repair injustices done through the quote-unquote war on drugs to people who were convicted for drug crimes through a drug war justice grant. And that really targeted like disproportionately colored people, basically- all the taxes you receive from, oops, all the, all the taxes you receive from cannabis will just go back to people who were convicted um, mm-hmm. of, like, small drug crimes. Um, mm-hmm. And it kind of, like, repays them for having something unfair done to them. And, like, mm-hmm. no, going to jail for, like, doing drugs or, like, selling drugs.
1: Mm-hmm. <sighs> I mean, also, um, I know, like, another candidate mentioned freeing incarcerated criminals who were arrested on cannabis charges. I don't know if like anyone's really been paying attention to the democratic candidates, but there's one in particular that I really
0: I think it was Bedo, but also there's a Andrew looks, Yang. Is it Andrew Yang?
1: Yeah, he he had a like on his website he lists out all the policies that he's fighting for and one of them was for free incarcerated criminals from marijuana charges uh-huh. from cannabis charges Dang, no, i did it too it's okay but yeah like, i feel like as much as we need legalization of of weed we also need to take care of those guys too yeah because selling selling drugs is not as bad as like killing someone, yeah, or, or like, yeah, like anything else that's bad.
0: I mean, they deserve some sort of second chance, especially if like they're being arrested for something that's going to be legal now. Mm hmm. Puts a bad taste in my mouth. Mm hmm. Um, so, yeah, also the tax money would help ex convicts put a foot in the weed business. Uh, yeah, and
1: they can start their own companies and,
0: yeah, yeah,
1: it's going to be fun.
0: <laughs> and then. Also, something that happened very recently that I'm kind of glad that we're recording now instead of like last week, mm-hmm. because a bill was put through the House Judiciary Committee, which is one of the standing committees in uh, the House of Representatives. And for those who took AP Gov a standing committee, or haven't taken AP Gov, I guess, mm-hmm. or Gov in general, because we didn't take yeah, government.
1: <laughs> <didn't> take AP Gov. <laughs> yeah, we didn't, we took dual credit.
0: Yeah, because yeah, bro. Uh dual credit. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Anyway, keep going. Um, but for those who, I guess, haven't taken Gov in general yet, a standing committee is a permanent committee in the House. And there's several standing committees just because of the mass amount of bills that get proposed. Mm-hmm. And just like because there's just so many people in this in this country and government. Like so, 300 yeah. million people. So there's just separate committees for separate things and separate bills. And only a select few amount of bills get passed, like these smallest permanent committees to actually go to the actual House floor. Mm -hmm. At least that's how I remember it. I
1: don't remember anything from (laughs) Gov. Anyway. After dual credit was over, I'm like. "Mm."
0: (laughs) Just like one year at the other. Honestly, that was me too. Yep. Well, anyway, so it was passed through one of these standing committees. And basically the bill was the Marijuana Opportunity Reinvestment and Expungement Act. Mm -hmm. uh, And that was put through on November 20th and basically it aims to remove cannabis from the schedule 1 of the controlled substance act and to decriminalize it so that all those people who were convicted they all their like the charges are like bye 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 and it's currently making its way to the actual House and then to the GOP dominated Senate, where wow. it will probably fall.
1: Give us the weed, government. Give us the
0: weed. <laughs> Give us the weed. I, I feel like I, I don't really have a stance to, for or against because it's just like I it doesn't really affect me, I guess.
1: Yeah, I'm not an avid pothead myself but just looking at like the medicinal pros and cons of it i feel like if it were regulated properly it could be beneficial for a country yes but um economics wise we'll get into that in our last segment
0: it's very beneficial that's true also the
1: government cares about money (laughs) that's true
0: under the law the states will get to retain their previous policies so like Mm -hmm. if states want to keep it illegal they still can Okay, And then that the works. last part of my segment is the impact of illegal operations. Well, we'll talk more about that in uh, the economics of cannabis.
1: Mm-hmm. But
0: um basically, illegal operations are also kind of like they kind of suck sometimes. Some of them don't, mm-hmm. but some of them do. And so um, some
1: of them don't, but some of them do.
0: <laughs> in publicly, in like North California, there was an illegal marijuana farm uh, that was discovered in the wilderness, and over nine thousand cannabis plants were found, and the environment was altered just negatively. And just dis- like, ugh, it was horrible. There, there was like trash everywhere, and like chemicals, mm-hmm. and they were harming like animals.
1: Well, it's an illegal operation, yeah. so they don't have they don't have any good health regulations there,
0: right? And so there's nothing that can like help make sure they're doing things right because it's illegal. Mm -hmm. Uh, But yeah, that kind of sucks. And then despite the growth of the legal market, the illegal and underground market hasn't just disappeared. It's still running strong and that's been taking away from a lot of revenue that Mm -hmm. could be generated by legal. But that's also, I don't want to make it like one bad guy and one good guy. It's very Mm -hmm. two-dimensional. And I'll talk more about like illegal and underground markets and how they're not it, it's not entirely their fault, too. So, end of segment two. It's end of segment two. Getting into
1: economics. Yes. Which we've
0: been hyping up this
1: whole time. Give me the greens,
0: both in the weed and money.
1: <laughs> All the greens. All the yes. greens. Let's get into it. The first thing, I think that's going to be
0: your Oh, thing? me. It's me. Oh, it, yeah. It's it you, bro. It's me. <laughs> okay. I'm back for the <laughs> greens. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm going to make a whole song out of this. Sumata is like looking at me like, oh my God, I want to murder.
1: No, I can see you had fun on your Washington, D.C. trip.
0: I had lots of fun on my Washington, D.C. trip. Okay. Not that kind of fun though. Wink!
1: <laughs> Wink wonk. Wink. Yes means mom just skipped past this part. Okay, anyway. <laughs>
0: We're just going to make so
1: many like my mom jokes. Yeah, because your mom's actually listening to it. Anyway.
0: <laughs> mom, are anyway. you learning cool things? If you If yes, then I need you to yell yes upstairs right now. If no, I need you to be like, yes, fine right now. Okay? Okay. Yeah. Thank we'll, you. We'll let you guys know in the next episode. So basically, one of the economic benefits of uh, cannabis is tax. And we're all like, ooh, tax, right? Disgusting.
1: We're like that, but the government's like, making it rain. Give, <laughs> give, us, give us the money. The give us the green. There we okay. go.
0: Okay. And so tax revenue collected by authorities could stimulate local economies and also just the overall, you know, national economy. And I'm going to focus more on California just because it's very California nuanced and interesting. California girls um, were under okay.
1: Anyway. <laughs> sorry. Keep going.
0: So in California... I'm, like, breaking to see if you're going to break out into song. Okay, never mind. (laughs) In California, there have been gains in revenue... Uh, And just, you know, California recreational marijuana is legal and the sale of it, I believe, is legal as well. But the illegal market has been hindering some projections that were made that it's like, oh, we're going to make this amount of money. And they're not, even though they're still making money and gaining from it, just not as much as they thought they would. So Uh why? Why is that happening? Yeah, why is that happening? It's because it's several things. There's several factors. So finding licensed stores are kind of difficult because only about a third of the local communities allow sales or Actually, have it legal as of May of this year. I don't know if that's changed over time. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Also, there's several taxes for growing, distribution, regulation. Some people need to get a medical marijuana card, and also there's like also taxes or uh, that you have to make sure that you're separating inventories for recreational and. Medical marijuana, so there's just like a lot of overregulation, as like people like to put it. Um, yeah, that's a
1: little too much. Like, <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, they
1: tax the med- They they tax the cards too.
0: They don't tax the cards, but like people have to acquire medical marijuana cards to be able to buy from these legal facilities. Oh. And because of that, I people see. are like, "Well, it's just easier and cheaper for me to get it from the underground markets, so I'll just do that." Yeah.
1: So government may not probably not wise to go in too strong once you yeah. <laughs> finally legalize I think
0: people it. are just kind of scared, you know?
1: Not too. And
0: I mean, they have a fair point. And so the original initiative of becoming legal, it was said that the revenue created by the drug was going to help abuse prevention, economic development, the environment, stuff like that. Like, they we going to put money into these special projects to help with like these specific things? Mm-hmm. I don't know if they've seen that yet, but in a lot of counties and like places... In California, where they have been getting extra revenue, apparently, allegedly, it's only been going to everyday funds, not, it hasn't been going to, like, special programs that were promised, but uh-huh. in some, in a couple, like, Santa Cruz, there, it's been going to a special program to help assist mothers and children, and in Monterey County, it's helping the homeless, like, the revenue. Uh, so there are uh-huh. places that are still, like, working towards doing those, like, special projects and, like, uh-huh. promising gains from, like, uh-huh. cannabis revenue. So, yeah
1: um cannabis revenue saving lives by the county
0: (laughs) envision the headlines (laughs) and so despite the illegal market hindering legal business like I said, it's not too dimensional. Some owners in the legal market want to get licensed and move towards legality, but they just can't get approved, or it's because of the costs and overregulation and things like that. Or like they just can't mm-hmm. get a license, or they have to stop doing certain things that makes their market profitable or something like that.
1: Interesting.
0: And so yeah, it's it's difficult. <laughs> and Why also you gotta it, make
1: it hard, bro. Yeah,
0: because if you do all the taxes and stuff, the only way you can make money is to price higher, right? And then people don't want to buy your stuff because it's, like, too expensive and they have other options.
1: Capitalism. So, yeah. Thanks, capitalism. capitalism.
0: But anyway, that's the nuanced part of the whole taxation and revenue part. Um, okay. And then there's also, it creates jobs, which is really nice.
1: Um, oh, yeah. We need more of those. Yes. We can never have enough jobs.
0: We need all the jobs. Reduce unemployment.
1: We need everyone yes. in America to have a job.
0: Yes. Every single person. I don't know if this is true, but apparently unemployment is at a pretty low level right now. That's and probably true. A lot of people attribute that to he who must not be named. Uh-huh. But I think half of it, honestly, is the cannabis industry. Like, from what yeah. from what I've seen, I mean, I can't speak for certain because I don't have all the data. But according to Leafly, which is... a
1: <laughs> that's my favorite it's, thing <laughs>
0: according to leafly which is a cannabis magazine just it's, go it's to, like a literal <laughs> news site dedicated to cannabis and it's so professional looking but right. also super funny like hmm. just go on it and have a have a fun time
1: they're probably high while they were designing the website
0: they definitely did a good job though hmm.
1: they're probably like those intellectual like, yeah heads. The,
0: the the intellectuals they were like we need something to help us out here um,
1: we need to legalize cannabis with a pretty website.
0: With a pretty website. So, according to Lee, legal cannabis has created about 211,000 jobs, full time jobs, since March.
1: Dang.
0: Or as of March. I'm not sure.
1: Okay. Uh, and then.
0: Excuse <laughs> me. <laughs> excuse bleep you. Bleep that out. I will murder you if you don't. Okay. Okay. According to Bruce Barcott, the deputy editor of Leafly, that magazine about the cannabis industry, legal cannabis is America's greatest job creator right now. Um, however, it's not tracked federally.
1: Because cannabis is not legal. Mm-hmm.
0: huh And the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics, uh, they lump in any jobs the cannabis industry has created into unspecified categories such as agriculture, manufacturing, and retail sales. So all that and increase in, in employment, they're not crediting the cannabis industry. Uh huh. So yeah, even though it's created a lot of jobs, agriculture. Interesting <laughs> agriculture. <laughs> We're gonna put this in
1: agriculture. Put <laughs> that in the ag- agriculture unit for human geo.
0: <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> Oh my god, that would be such a fun thing like, to, like, talk about in Human Geo. Hmm.
1: We should talk to our teacher about no, it. No, they
0: have, like, they have like the A climate stuff and the like the B climate farming and stuff like that. What is it? It's, like, the A climate and then AC or whatever. I don't remember. It's, like,
1: A, B, C, D, E. Yeah,
0: it's, like, the different climates. And then mm-hmm. there should be a separate category just for weed.
1: Like, this is the climate for weed. <laughs> this is going to be on the just, test, I promise. Just, this is just
0: California.
1: <laughs> it's just, like, the state of California and then Colorado are just... Green.
0: Yes, it's all like there you go together. Guys. connected through dots. Okay. Anyway,
1: um, we keep getting off track. We need to stop doing that.
0: Um. Also, the only other thing I put was just investment. So the legalization of cannabis nationally could open up investment opportunities and allow companies to open up stocks. Right now, that's not really that possible because, like I said, it's not federally legal. Mm-hmm. So yeah. But that's about all I have. So yeah.
1: In conclusion, make it legal. Anyway, and you're gonna you're gonna want to know why we should make it legal in this in this section where I talk about reducing government expenses. Because I don't know if y'all know, but we are trillions of dollars in debt right now. And so in order to do that, we need to be smarter with our money and how we handle the economy and whatnot.
0: Do you know what we need though? More debt? (laughs) I'm just kidding. No,
1: we We don't. We need
0: it, but we need it. We don't need it. Okay, fine, we don't need it.
1: We don't need more debt.
0: Okay, thank you, fine.
1: Anyway, so... The federal cannabis enforcement apparently costs several billion dollars per year, as a 2013 report by the American Civil Liberties Union found that the costs at the time were approximately $3.6 billion per year. So...
0: That's a lot, bro.
1: So, if the government wants to enforce cannabis, it's going to cost several billion dollars per year. But there are a lot of there's a lot of good that can come out from that kind of spending
0: yeah you could just divert that amount you spend on something that could be legal and you don't have to and you can use it for other cool stuff
1: like erasing student debt
0: maybe <gasps> tea, tea, spill the tea. I,
1: yeah i don't want to graduate in four years with like hundreds of thousands of dollars in debt when the government could have done that for me. I'm just, I'm just saying. Hey, this this episode not at, about student at debt. Government, at, at government? At
0: government?
1: At government. I'm adding you so hard. Yeah. <laughs> this is not about student debt, though. This is about weed. So anyway, I'm going to keep going. So, of so I read this article about, so I read this article on Paper Magazine, where it talked about how, or it talked about how, the government can benefit from the wheat industry with spending and whatnot. And one of the biggest things I read was a, was the Miron study. And the Miron study, it was conducted by this economist, this economist who said that prohibiting cannabis is costly. And although it's illegal, there's thousands of tax revenues dollars being thrown away. So because the cannabis industry is so profitable, the government's losing out on a lot of revenue they could make from that industry, you know? Mm -hmm. And so, like, legalizing cannabis federally would save, quote, $7.7 billion per year in government expenditure on enforcement of prohibition.
0: Yeah, prohibition.
1: It all comes back to prohibition.
0: Uh, Yeah, I love that parallel of, like, alcohol and cannabis. I mean, it's, it's like, the same pattern, kind of.
1: Because, like... Back when the prohibition era happened, and that was when alcohol was prohibited, the government lost out on a lot of tax revenue that could have been made off of criminals selling illegal alcohol.
0: Yeah, that was honestly, that was a minor factor leading to the depression. And then they made mm-hmm. it legal again because they needed to make money to get out of the depression. Yeah, they're like,
1: wait a minute. Yeah. We could have used this money.
0: And, then, I'm just and then we wouldn't
1: have so many people homeless and waiting in lines to get food when they could have just done it
0: themselves. Yes. And I'm just wow. saying, you know, going back with that student loan debt, we might be going into another depression because of that, because mm-hmm. everybody has debt and nobody can pay it back. Whoa, whoa, so whoa. So maybe the cost of cannabis could help
1: whoa, us Whoa, whoa, out. whoa, whoa, whoa. You're being a little too controversial here, my friend. <laughs> That's a little too much. <laughs> we can't tell the government what they're supposed to do.
0: Yeah, I'm sorry. I apologize for my actions.
1: Don't arrest us. Anyway, what was I going to say? Right, Okay. <laughs> We're like, oh, what, what were we talking about? Right. Anyway. Yeah, we should probably like not talk about student debt anymore because that's going to get us know, off track too much. It makes me so
0: mad all the time. So.
1: <laughs> okay. So anyway, tax revenue would be $2.4 billion per year if cannabis was taxed like alcohol and tobacco, which for those of you who are good people and don't drink alcohol or smoke tobacco.
0: Are you saying people <laughs> who do
1: that are not good? <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm just saying. According to my parents, they're bad people who do that. Anyway. I
0: guess- in in some cases, more responsible people. Okay,
1: responsible. Let's yeah. Let's use that. If you Possibly. don't, if you don't drink or smoke, basically alcohol and tobacco is more taxed than everyday products. Right. Um. I don't, I don't know by how much, but they do charge more for that, and they also charge more for feminine hygiene products what? for some reason. Yeah. So when you yes, go. Yes,
0: because we definitely like don't need those, and that's definitely an extra uh, commodity that uh, we don't. Yeah, because it's not required, cause, right?
1: Yeah, because hashtag patriarchy. Yeah, two things that make me and Yasmin mad student debt and patriarchy. <laughs> and patriarchy. <laughs> yeah, anyway. Yes. Okay, so anyway, this argument about how tax revenue or how the government can benefit from tax revenue, was so popular with 500 economists who are they are mostly free market advocates like a Nobel Prize winner, Milton Friedman, that this argument was even sent to President George W. Bush at the time, when he was president. So this was a pretty big deal, you know? Yeah. However, th- one of the big parallels between prohibition era and nowadays with cannabis before prohibition there were a lot of there are a lot of liquor markets that were thriving mm-hmm. but now like cannabis has always been on the black market so we don't know what a legal weed market looks right, like exactly So that's the biggest thing that we need to take into account when we're talking about you know
0: especially with the overregulation mm-hmm. like a lot of people who have gone legal from like becoming from the black market are l- experiencing loss in their revenue. So, like, mm-hmm. it's pretty interesting to, like, figure that out and see how it works.
1: Yeah, and that's what economists are for.
0: Yes. You know?
1: But anyway, so. Go to
0: school, get lots of student loan debt, and become an economic, okay. economist. <laughs> I don't even know what I'm saying <laughs> anymore.
1: Or just, like, do some research on, uh, Wikipedia. on on the internet, and you become an internet <laughs> an internet economist. Yes. There you go.
0: Oh,
1: uh, Wiccanomist. Wiccanomist, <laughs> yes. Okay, So the and so also the U.S. risks losing out on an estimated $31.4 billion industry, both on sales and research. Wow. Because the more we research cannabis, the more we learn about what it does to us. That
0: is true.
1: And we could also get the upper hand on other countries, but we're kind of too late on that because Israel, of all countries, Israel has been researching cannabis use for a while now.
0: Huh interesting yeah i
1: found this article
0: like what are they doing
1: yeah i found this article on forbes.com like israel has done a lot of research on cannabis and whatnot and they have found that so one of the things they found was that after six months of treatment with cannabis the patients reported that their pain levels have reduced significantly and they have also found that there is an improvement in their quality of life and a perception that the treatment was effective for their condition, whether it was like dementia or, or dialysis, kind of like that. I'll link the website in the description of our uh, sure. episode episode. It's a yeah. really interesting article and I really recommend you, you read it for yourself. But yeah, America likes to be in the lead of everything. Why so not be in the why lead? not
0: be in the lead of the researching drugs? Yeah, like weed. <laughs>
1: Lead in the weed weed
0: lead, lead with weed
1: hashtag weed with weed there you <laughs> go
0: hashtag follow us on twitter uh, we don't have a twitter yet we don't have a twitter yet. <laughs> anyway anyway that's really interesting and speaking of like articles or like videos you should watch vice has a really interesting video about like mm-hmm. le- legal weed business owners yes and then illegal business owners and they talk Mm -hmm. and they're both located in california and they talk about like the pros and cons and just like the economy and it's it's actually really interesting like you don't even have to be super knowledgeable about economics to understand it
1: just know the bare minimum it's also
0: it's so humanizing to watch it's like these people are just people trying to like make a living so yeah it's also really interesting and if if you can't just go to vice and just like look it up and check it out because it's it's only like 10 minutes long yeah but yeah. if, you,
1: if you have an hour to spare to listen to our podcast, yeah. then you have time to watch a three-minute video. Especially
0: our podcast. Yeah, because <laughs>
1: we're awesome.
0: Um, do you have any closing remarks about weed?
1: Blaze it, dudes. Blaze it, dudes. Legalize yeah. it, America. That's my yeah, hot take.
0: As far as I'm concerned, I'm like, eh, whatever. <laughs> but in the future,
1: we should really do an episode about student debt. Because yes. that just... <laughs> it'll be a two-hour episode, probably,
0: but... You know what I like? Student debt. No, just kidding. you're <laughs> Disgusting. Um, disgusting. But yeah, also, sorry, this is kind of a shorter episode just, and we kind of blasted through it just because I'm really busy and then Sumana is kind of busy too. Um, Actually, I'm
1: not. I'm just shh, here. Pretend you're busy. <laughs> okay. I'm really busy. Um, I'm like doing a lot of stuff right
0: now. Yeah. And then also, yeah, I have a lot going on right now. And then also, yeah. That's that's it. It's a pretty short episode, but uh, we are really excited for our to do research for our next episodes. Which is, do you know what it is? I actually don't know what it is. <laughs> I thought we talked about this. Like, oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, wait, wait, think about it really hard. Come on, you, <laughs> can, do it. you can do
1: it. Why so serious?
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna be doing mental health and pop culture, and it's probably gonna be a two part uh, mm-hmm. series. Uh, and I'm super excited about that. Yeah, because and if
1: the hint didn't give that away enough, we're going to be talking a lot about Joker. Yes, Joker. That, that, so guy is, that guy is messed up.
0: Yes, especially the new movie that came out a couple months ago. I still haven't seen it. Aw. <laughs> you got to see it, bro. Really interesting. Yeah, I really want to watch it. Well, yeah, that's all we have to say. And uh, well, we'll see you next time, guys. Be cool.
1: Be <laughs> <A little laughs> echo remember. Okay
0: Bye 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 Bye